Do you have a guilt list? Okay, maybe not on paper, but I bet you have one in your mind at all times. That's what we're going to talk about today on the Canada Homeschools podcast. Let's roll. Welcome to Canada Homeschools, the dose of inspiration and encouragement for Canadian homeschoolers. Canada Homeschools features interviews with homeschool group organizers, resource suppliers, and conversations with everyday homeschoolers just like you, all from a Canadian perspective. I'm your host, Rowan Atkinson. I'd like to thank you for joining me. Now let's get started. <laughs> In 400 meters. In 100 meters. You have reached your destination. Let's talk about guilt. Aside from expectations, slavery to curriculum, schedules, and comparison, guilt is a real contributor to wearing us down. Because we are not living up to our own expectations or the perceived expectations of others, and we do not always handle the stress of homeschooling well, we often carry around a load of guilt. I have what I lovingly refer to as my guilt list. It's a list of things that I will feel guilty about if I don't do them, a list of things I will feel guilty about if I do them, and a list of things that I will also feel good about if I manage to get them done. Sometimes I don't even know what's on my guilt list until I catch myself mentally giving myself a check mark for doing it or not doing it. Stay with me. For example, I didn't realize that on my guilt list was to do a fun activity or excursion with the children. But when I do it, I mentally give myself a good mother check mark. If I don't do it, it's nagging around the back of my mind as something I should be doing. That's how I know it's on my guilt list. Some guilt is true and real. The result of us having done something wrong, such as yell at our children. But some guilt is false because we aren't meeting some artificial standard we have created in our minds or others have put on us. Sometimes we think that everything our children do not do well is our fault, or maybe it's because we homeschool. I remember thinking that maybe my children argued so much because they were cooped up together 24-7 and they were just sick of each other. I know your kids don't squabble and that you are judging me right now. My best friend at the time, who had chosen public education for her children, soon cleared that up for me. Hers bickered all the time, too, and they were apart for seven hours every day. My in-laws were concerned that if we homeschooled our children, they would become socially backward. Of course, there are no publicly educated children with social issues. Is this a safe place? 
I used to feel false guilt because I didn't want to read bedtime stories to my children once they reached a formal teaching age. You know what I'm talking about. I mean, a quote, good mother, unquote, reads to her kids at night. But honestly, I just wanted my little darlings to go to bed. Then I read a devotional by Jackie Wellwood in which she admitted the same thing. We are with our children all day, and there is plenty of reading going on. Who says we have to do it at night in order to be a good mother? So, I have crossed that off my guilt list. I used to feel guilty that I wasn't spending time teaching my daughters, humor me here, the womanly arts of sewing, mending, and embroidery. To be honest, when my mom was teaching me, I would rather have been playing soccer. Interestingly, I still play soccer, and I never sew. Home economics was actually the black mark on my public school transcript. So ironic that for two decades, home management, along with home education, has been my main career. Back to my daughters and my guilt list. Before long, they had the privilege of participating in a group organized by a dear woman in our community who taught them cooking, quilting, and embroidery. Cross that one off my guilt list, too. What are some things on your guilt list that you really don't need to feel guilty about at all, because they aren't really right or wrong things. Reserve your guilt for the things that really matter. If you're not sure whether an item is worthy of real or false guilt, your spouse, if you have one, can be a good sounding board. I mentioned that there is real guilt, though. There are things on my real guilt list that I need to deal with by means of sorrow and apology and personal growth like when I lose my temper at the children or get impatient when they don't get it. This can be a sign that I may be overextending myself and am burnt out, or that there is unforgiveness and resentment in my life. Maybe I've been carrying all of the burden of correcting the children on my own shoulders instead of, listing, instead of enlisting the school principal to back me up. There is a book entitled Homeschooling with a Meek and Quiet Spirit. I felt guilty for the longest time because it sat on my because it sat on my shelf without me reading it. Maybe it sat there as a silent reminder of my failures. Just as I was ready to wind down my homeschooling, my local support network chose that book to study as a group. I couldn't escape it after all. Just as we need to differentiate between our concerns and our responsibilities, we need to discern between guilt that is real and guilt that is false. Real guilt indicates issues that we need to deal with. False guilt can be examined, understood, and eventually dismissed. Give yourself some credit. So let's put some application to this idea of the guilt list, either mentally in your mind or on paper. Write down some of the things that are on your guilt list. You can have a couple of columns, one for things that if you don't do, you feel guilty, and one for things if you do do, you feel guilty. Conversely, those same uh, columns could say, 
Conversely, those same columns could indicate that if you do those things, you feel great, or if you don't do those things, you feel great. Now take a look at the things that you've written down and decide, is this something that is good or bad, real or true? Or is it something that is the result of expectations, either that you have for yourself or that other people have put on you? And then go through the ones that are expectations that you have for yourself, ideas of what a good mother is or a good homeschooler is, and decide if they're really Decide if you should feel guilty if you don't do them or not. In this way, you can take a load of guilt off yourself and only worry about the things that are truly right and wrong. Because your homeschool, your parenting does not have to look exactly like someone else's and you don't have to compare yourself with others. And so... Learning to recognize the difference between real guilt and false guilt and shortening your guilt list will help you to carry less of a burden of guilt as you make your way through your homeschooling days. If you enjoyed this topic, it is actually a chapter from my book, Enough Already, Real Help for Homeschool Burnout, Freakout, and Zone Out. And you can get it at canadahomeschools.com or headphonehistory.com where you can also get an amazing audio history of Canada for children. Happy homeschooling, Canada!